This week on The Square Wolves, we discuss two movies about kids getting into trouble. Summer of 84 and Psycho Goreman. Werewolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. David. Yes, Brett. I don't know if we've ever talked about this. This is going to sound really weird to say, but allow me to explain. <laughs> I like where I, this is going. <laughs> I am a sucker for movies about like kids that have adventures. Yeah, me too. Like I love that like genre of films. Yeah. Like uh, it's probably started with the Goonies. Yep. Same here. Um, we talked about monster squad. I mean, although I don't like it now, uh, back when I was a kid, I really liked that movie. Um, any movie that's like a group of 12, 13 year old kids. Yeah. Just going out and having an adventure. I love me too. Do you like uh super eight super eight? I love. Yeah. Movie's a blast. Um, What's another movie? Uh, well, Stranger Things yeah. is a lot like that. Great show. Um, and I like that show. I don't know why I like those types of movies. For me, it, particularly like the ones that are set like in the 80s, it just reminds me of being a kid. Yeah. And like the Goonies, obviously, like weren't much older than me. So that's what life was kind of like. But just like out riding your bikes mm-hmm. and just having just fun. Just in the summer. Oh, like the Sandlot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's another one of my favorites. Getting into innocent trouble. Like, yeah. Just out dicking around with your friends. Yeah. And it's during the summertime and you're just like, we don't have school. Yeah. You can just have fun. And where I grew I grew up in the Midwest. And so summer was actually pleasant <laughs> to be outside. But it was, um, and we would have summer break. And back then, I mean, now they have like year round school or modified year round school here, at least in Arizona. But um, back then it was like we had three months or two and a half months of, no- of nothing. And so it was like <laughs> it was we the could best. stay up late. You can eat junk food because your parents aren't home all day. My parents were working and uh, I just ride my bike down to my friend's house, play baseball, sneak out at night, <laughs> just get into yeah, just having innocent fun. trouble. Yeah. It was great. You say your kids are in year-round school? They're modified year-round? Yeah. So what that means is um, they get, uh, like, well, my daughter, she gets, in her school, she gets two weeks off uh, in fall, uh-huh. two weeks off in winter break, two weeks off in spring break, and then six weeks off in summer. Oh, interesting. So she only gets six weeks between grade levels. Uh, same with my son, although he only gets one week in uh, fall and one week in uh, spring. So yeah. he has actually more time in school. I don't know how that works. I, I think he starts a week later than her, but they also like her school. They don't get as many teacher in service days mm-hmm. um, as my son's school. So like they'll get more half days at my son's school. So it all evens out. Like they get the same hmm. days, but yeah, it's modified. You're interesting. The school districts up here don't do that. I don't know. Oh. My wife works for a school district. But I don't know. I don't. She has like the summer off thing, and they have a spring break. They have but how winter, many they have weeks in the break. summer? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. Yeah. So yeah, it's only it's only six weeks. So interesting. But yeah, I'm a big sucker for those types of movies for yeah. sure. Yeah, I love them. And the music like always takes me back. And like lately, like I've been working on my own music, and some of it's very influenced by like '80s synthesizers and all that fun stuff that's cool yeah um so you picked a couple of movies to review this week that kind of fall in those categories yep and i had actually seen one of them already me too um and the other one just was released so i hadn't seen it yet um or at least it just was released to watch on streaming Uh, it'll be fun to talk about these 
The first movie that we're going to talk about actually, though, is a movie called Summer of 84. Now, this movie came out in 2018. It was written by Matt Leslie and Stephen J. Smith, directed by Francois Simard, Anouk uh, Weasel, Weasel, and Johan Carl Weasel. So, whatever. Uh, music by Lamatos. I don't know. And none of those names mean anything to me. <laughs> and neither do any of the people that are starring in this movie. Uh, stars Graham Ver... Oh, actually, they do. One of them. Graham Versure yeah. plays Davy Armstrong. Judah Lewis plays Tommy Eats Eaton. He was from The Babysitter. The babysitter. Yep. The one and two. Yep. Uh, Caleb Emery as Woody. Uh, Corey Gruder Andrew as Faraday. Tierra Scovby as Nikki and Rich Sommer as Wayne Mackey. Uh, he was in Mad Men. Right. Yep. That's, I remember him. I, I didn't watch Mad Men, but I did read about him. In that I watched a little bit. Yeah. I know a lot of people that were super into that show, and mm-hmm. I tried to get into it for a while. I just couldn't do it. I hated uh, the character, like the main guy. Yeah. John Hamm's character. Yeah. Awful. I, He's an awful human. I was like, yeah. I, well, I don't want to watch the show. I'm I know a lot of people who were really into it also. And uh, much like you, my wife and I were like, okay, we're going to sit down and watch it. Yeah. Don Draper's an asshole. So we started watching it and we got two episodes in and I was like, I Meh. just don't care. Yeah. So I got a few seasons in, but I, I lost interest. Fuck Don Draper. <laughs> <laughs> Release date was January 22nd, 19, er, 19, uh, 2018. <laughs> Uh, I don't have any budget or box office information on this. I don't know if there was, but yeah, I don't uh, know. I couldn't find it. My limited resources. Uh, okay. What's this movie about? It's about the summer of 1984. Yep. I would have been seven summer of 84. I would have been three. Yeah. So this is, these kids are a little bit older than us <laughs> trying to think if I was seven, my sister would have been 13. So this would have been like her more age. for her. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of the stuff that they're talking about, I know about, right? They're talking about different um, Star Wars references and... Yeah, same. I still got most of it. And like some of the t-shirts and stuff, they were like band shirts. I was like, oh yeah. 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 I listen listen to Bad Religion. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So the movie centers on the main kid is Davey Armstrong. And he's got three friends. uh, Eats, Woody, and Faraday. They just are dicking around. I mean, they're like... 15 years old, I think something like that. Yeah. And, uh, they are, uh, in high school and it's the summer before, I guess, sophomore year probably. And, uh, they're still, they're kind of in that phase. Yeah. They're that awkward phase where you're still a kid, but you still go out and play. Yeah. You play, but you also like girls and yeah. Yeah. But, uh, they play this game called manhunt. Yeah, basically hide and go seek, like in the dark. Tag, tag flashlight, yeah. tag, whatever you want to call it. But that's the game that they play, and uh, they go, they go out and do that. And and the main uh, Davy, he has a paper route. Route. It's a Canadian film, so I have to say route instead <laughs> of route. route. <laughs> um, he has a paper route, and he, uh, you know, drives around on his bike throwing papers. He's got a neighbor across the street, uh, Mr. Mackey, Officer Mackey, I guess. Yep, he's a cop, police officer, and. Um, delivers a paper there and officer Mackey has to give him some money. So he invites him in and there's kind of this weird moment. This is right at the beginning of the movie and, and Davey even gets a little creeped out. He's going to help Mackey move like a cabinet or something, right? Into yeah, his, down to into his, his dark room. Yeah. Yeah. Into the basement and first he's made a um, dark room in the basement. And there's another room that's like Davey right notices that has a padlock on it. And he's like, Hmm, that's weird. And Davey even gets a little creeped out. Yeah, and he's got a lot of pictures and stuff hanging up in his house. Of so his he, family. Yeah, but he's, he's like, single. He a, yeah, he's a single guy. And he's like, you got a big family, huh? And he's like, yep. Lots of <laughs> nieces and nephews and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, collects his money and he leaves. But he's still kind of creeped out. That night, they're playing Manhunt. And he notices there's a kid in Mackie's house that he doesn't recognize. It's about his age. Mm-hmm. And... uh then he gets distracted by the game and then he looks again. They're both Kids gone. Go, yeah. And it's like, hmm, that's weird. That's weird. Should say that there's a serial killer on the loose. Right. And, or at least they think like there's been a lot of missing kids, like between the ages of like 13 and or 12 and 16, I think they say. Yeah. And Davy's convinced. Boys. Yeah. And they're all boys. And Davy's convinced like it's the same person and, and it's he's a serial killer area. or something. Yeah. yeah. Serial, serial kidnapper or serial killer. 
and uh, he starts getting suspicious of Mackie like right away. And the killer, or the uh, the Cape May Slayer, I think is the name. Yeah, and oh, and he because he's recently written a note to the news. Yes, the killer. Yeah, wrote a letter, and he's detailed all the information that only the killer would know. Yep. So now we know. Yeah, there's a serial killer on the loose. Yep. And Davy learns of this because his dad works for the news station. True. And Davy gets his friends involved, and he's like, "Look." And they still have like a treehouse or whatever, and and they're up in their like, treehouse. <laughs> they go up there and they like dirty magazines. And, yeah, yeah. Which I always wanted a treehouse. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I actually, my grandpa, uh, my grandpa built one in the, like the backyard at their old house that they used to have, yeah. but it was like really, really little. But yeah. it wasn't in the movies. It's always huge. Yeah, yeah. It, like you it, could it go up like there, eight, eight people could be up there, and all. Uh, yeah, this was like one or two people could fit, and it was basically a a wooden box stand by me is another movie that yeah, I really liked awesome. growing up. And they had a big tree house that they would go to sandlot, big tree house. Everybody got a fucking tree. House. I didn't have shit. <laughs> I didn't have no fort. I didn't have a tree house. I didn't have anything. <laughs> yeah. Poor Brett. <laughs> but they go up there and like, I think they're looking at magazines and like make jokes about jacking off and stuff. Stuff that I didn't talk about with my friends. No. Growing up. Like I wasn't like, yeah, I'm going to go home I'm and spank go. it. Yeah, exactly. It was always like, I don't do that. What's Come that? On. Yeah. yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. Meanwhile, I can't stop. <laughs> meanwhile, it's like anytime I get a free moment, I'm like tugging on my wing. <laughs> I'm going to take another shower, mom. This might be a little long. <laughs> a lot of scrubbing to do. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> they, he goes to his friends and he's like, look, I think uh, Mackie is the Cape May Slayer. Yep. And they're like, you're nuts. And he's, they say he's nuts because he's also big into conspiracy theories. Like he's got mm-hmm. like, I, it's not the weekly world news, but it's kind of like that, like taped up all over his uh, bedroom. Yeah. It's like, you know, Bat Boy and Bigfoot and all yeah, that yeah, like National shit. Enquirer type stuff. Yeah. And uh, which was, that was big back in the day. Like I remember seeing all those rats. At the grocery store? At the yeah. grocery store. I remember. Uh, I remember the Bat Boy one. Yeah. Uh, my mom when we'd go on vacation, we'd go on a week's vacation in summertime and we'd go up north in Northern Wisconsin for a fishing trip to, to a lake. Mm-hmm. And, uh, my mom would buy like six or seven different tabloids. On tabloids. And uh, that was the only time of year she would buy them and she'd That's buy them. Funny. So we'd have stuff to read and like, we'd just read these stupid articles about <laughs> like whomever. Yeah. So lame. But, uh, anyhow, it's funny. So they're like, you're nuts. And, um, and Davey also has a crush on his next door neighbor who used to be like his babysitter. Yeah. She's probably like three years, a few older, years older, older. Yeah. Two years older than him. Yeah. But he peeps on her like through his window, like his binoculars. I don't think he necessarily wants to see anything, but, but the friends do. Yeah. Davey's eating a bowl of cereal one night or a glass of milk or something he's having. And on the side of the milk carton is the missing, the old, you know, the old missing persons thing. Mm-hmm. And the boy on the side is, he recognizes him as being the boy that Mackie was at had Mackie's in his house. house. Yep. Or he thinks he does. And so his friends are like, okay, cool. We're in. Yeah. We're going to start staking him out and figure out what's it going on. It gives him something to do. Yeah. Right. A little adventure. Yeah. And it's kind of funny. Like they learn his patterns and like what he does every day. And I like one of them's like, he eats dinner uh, alone every night at eight 30. And then he probably wanks it. <laughs> loser. <laughs> Calls him a loser. Yeah. So he regularly uh, purchases gardening tools and bags of soil. Yeah. They um, go through his trash. Like yeah. the one kid's like, if we find a used condom, I'm going to be so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> they go through his mail. They find uh, he has a porno mag. Oh yeah. And the one kid eats. I think he takes it. Yeah. They plant a walkie-talkie. They like tape it so it's always on, and they plant it outside of his uh, house so they can like overhear his conversations. Dude, I'm pretty sure I had those that, GI Joe the GI ones. Joe walkie-talkies. I, I think had I had ones a pair. very similar to that. Yeah, if I didn't have those, I had something really similar. I had ones very similar. They were GI Joe branded. And they didn't work for shit. No, you, any walkie-talkie I ever had, you couldn't be in the other room. No, in the house, let alone outside. Yeah, they were pretty much non-functional. I had a pair of walkie-talkies that I thought were really good because they looked like they were good, but they didn't work. <laughs> and I did try the old trick of taping it and like setting it somewhere and mm-hmm. going down to my Try bedroom to and listen. Yeah. But nobody ever said anything interesting in my house. So maybe they saw it and they're like, let's just talk about boring <laughs> shit. 
or they just never talked. They were just watching TV. And so it just ended up with me listening to TV. And I'm like, well, why don't I just go upstairs? Yeah, this show sounds good. <laughs> oh, fucking really like, oh, JR got shot. <laughs> oh, shit. What's happening on St. Elsewhere, guys? <laughs> oh, and when they're following him around, I like, uh, like Woody's driving. They like take Woody's mom's car. And it's like a family truckster. Yeah. It was like an old station wagon. Yeah. Like a cop pulls him over and he's like, dude, you guys shouldn't be out. Yeah. You guys don't have your driver's license. Also, there's a killer. You guys need to go home. Yep. Oh, so they're going to follow him one night because they see that he's dug up his backyard. Yeah. He says he does a lot of gardening. Freshly buried something. And there's like fresh dirt on it. It looks like a grave. (laughs) So two of the kids follow Mackie and two of them stay back and they're going to dig up the garden. So uh, they dig up the garden. They don't find anything. But they, there's a shed and they break into the shed and they find like a boy's bloodstained shirt. Yeah, it's like an MTV t-shirt. And then the two boys who follow Mackie found, follow him to a, like a storage locker. Yeah, and he's got a car, a VW. Yeah, like a green VW. Very, which, very Ted Bundy. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly why they did it. And oh, yeah. I remember for a while there and I looked this up because I was like, wasn't there like a myth about like serial killers own VWs or something? Hmm. But it was like only Ted Just Bundy. Just Ted Bundy? I mean, maybe not only This was him. yellow, right? I, think it was I believe yellow. so. But it was like VW Bugs are a serial killer's type car. And I'm like, I remember hearing that. So I looked it up and the only one I could find was Ted Bundy. Yeah. And even if it was, well, back in the day, bugs were cheap. And bugs were everywhere. Yeah. And, and the reason why, and I was reading it, the reason why that kind of car might have been associated to that is because it was a normal car. Yeah wouldn't stand out you know so you got to have something that makes you look kind of normal I right think like john gacy had like a whatever kind of chrysler something, like something normal yeah yeah if you're a murderer one? like you wouldn't want to be rolling around in a delorean no yeah it's not gonna be something <laughs> the outrageous. ferrari killer uh, lamborghini by the way up on my way up to your house today two lamborghinis what yeah they were together i'm assuming that's cool but they were following each other I was That's like, awesome. you guys got a Lamborghini. I was like, I'd be so uncomfortable in that car. So low to the ground. Yeah. Like, I remember my dad had a Corvette and I drove that one time and I was like, oh, and then I was so far back, like from the yeah, steering wheel, super uncomfortable. Like I need to be like old woman up close. Yeah. There was a guy <laughs> at my gym uh, who drove a Lamborghini, which I always found weird because this is not a Lamborghini neighborhood. Mm. I was like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. is Mid-life that car, crisis. like, did you spend all your money on that car? Yeah. Or do you just slum it and drive down here to go to the gym? Yeah. I remember I worked, not a Lamborghini, but I worked at a job. This was back in late nineties, early two thousands. And it was a call center mm-hmm. and uh, for Verizon wireless. And uh, it was not a high paying job. And one of the other people that I worked with, who I'm assuming made the same as me, comes rolling in with a Hummer, <laughs> an H2. Yeah. This is back when like Hummers were like right. a thing, right? And I was like, how do you fucking afford that right. on this pay that we make? <laughs> like Similar. Like, I knew what my car payment was yeah. on the rinky-dink-ass car that I had. And I was like, how do you afford that? Yeah, I had something similar. Like I worked at a call center and I had a, a co-worker, probably the same deal, like made the same thing I made that had like a brand new Corvette. And I was like, we don't make Corvette money. No, no, I don't make that kind of money. Well, I don't make that kind of money now. <laughs> it's just weird. I was trying like, to think. I was like, I wouldn't, even if I did make that money I wouldn't now, buy it. I wouldn't yeah, buy it. That's not what I'd spend it on. No. Yeah, no. I'd buy action figures. <laughs> <laughs> buy toys. <laughs> Listen, you can't take a car with you. I can be buried with my action figures. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> just put them in my arms yep. Beer po- pose them yeah and put that in your way like i want them posed a very specific yep uh way <laughs> oh they follow him to the storage unit yeah he's got this vw and they look in and, and the one kid sees that he has a sodium hydroxide or hose- sodium hydroxide excuse me i said it wrong uh, <laughs> oh my god and that's his license plate yeah it's na naoh that's his license plate also yeah oh i didn't even see the yeah. license plate I missed that. I saw that he had a bag of it. I think. Yeah. I think it was also his license plate. Oh, well. I might have made that up. Okay. Who knows? Whatever it is, <laughs> um, that is a chemical used to uh, like decompose bodies. Yeah, like speed it up. Yeah. So they have all this information. They have the bloodstained shirt, sodium hydroxide, uh, all the evidence that they've collected. So they're going to go to Davy's dad and present Intel. this evidence. Yeah. 
we caught the killer. <laughs> so they go to Davy's dad and Davy's dad's like, you're fucking insane. Yeah. And you're going to go apologize immediately. We've lived across from Mr. Mackey since before you were born. Yeah, he's, a, he's a good man. He's a good man. He's a police officer. And you broke into his house. Yeah. You stole you dug his up things. his backyard. You've taken backyard. things from him. Gone through his trash. So he takes all the boys over there and he forces them to all apologize. And uh, they do. And uh, Davy gets grounded. Yeah. There's also this love story between Davy and Nikki, his babysitter or his old babysitter, which I'm like, you know, a boy wrote this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She wouldn't be interested because, well, even if she, uh, even if she was, that doesn't happen. Like, it's not like somebody who babysat you when you were like nine, all of a sudden when you're 15, they're going to be like, Hmm, he's mm. cute. Now, they're always going to think of you. It's like that movie, the babysitter. Yeah. They're going to think of you as a kid. Yeah. It's like a, a guy wrote this movie. Yeah. Like a guy who had a fantasy about his babysitter when he was a kid. <laughs> and they kind of rationalize it. Like she says, like all the guys in town are jerks and he's always been nice to her. Yeah. And they like no almost, girl, they almost kiss at one point, but I thought the same thing. I was like, that seems a little far fetched. No I don't think she'd be kissing like him. That. And, and listen, and she's a cool chick. Like she's like a DJ and the, she's pretty. Yeah. Listen, I've known chicks in my life, okay? At least <laughs> At least a few, yeah. Okay. But when I was in high school, any girl who was my my age was not dating younger kids. Right. When I was yeah, 17, anything, they were all the guys. 17-year-old girls were dating 20-year-old guys. I, don't get me started on that because <laughs> right. I, I have a rant about that. And if my daughter ever dates a guy who's not in high school, I'm going to be fucking pissed <laughs> because I will fucking break that guy's legs i dated a high school chick when i was in college but oh, I was, david but, but she was a senior and i was a freshman so like one year come on now did you guys date in high school no did you know each other you met her and she was was she 18 when i met her no oh, david <laughs> i think i was 18 and she was 17 i don't know that i'll let slide this was my ex-wife 17 <laughs> and 18 i'll let slide yeah, it was but like when you're 15 and you're dating someone who's 18, 19. Yeah, gross. When you're 40 and you want to date someone who's 44, by all means. Yeah. When but you're 20, your brains and your bodies and your everything, you're in a different place. Like four years is a huge difference. I knew a at guy. Age. I knew a guy who was 30 years old mm-hmm. dating a 20 year old. Wow. And I was like, you have nothing in common. No, I, I take that back. He wasn't 30 years old. Let me do the math. He was like 31-ish, mm-hmm. and he was dating someone who was like 19. Yeah, that's gross. Okay? So there was a 12-year gap there. Yeah, you're both adults, but you have nothing in common. And his girlfriend's dad would have... I, I figured it out, because I was older than this guy that I knew. I figured it out. His girlfriend's dad would have gone to high school with me. Hmm. And I said, you know, obviously he had his daughter young, right? The dad did. Yeah. But I was like... If a guy who was with closer to my age started dating my daughter, I go, I'd be pissed. Yeah. It's no wonder that her dad is not happy because he called me up and he was talking to me about it. And he's like, what do you think about? I'm like, I think I go, if you really are in love with her, then there's nothing I can say. But if you're just dating her, just yeah, because fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. Needless to say that. That's a big difference. That guy did not like my response because I was honest (laughs) with him. Tell me what I want to hear, please. And I don't think he spoke to me again after that. (laughs) But I was like, whatever. Sorry. He's probably in jail now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, anyway, so regardless, when, when I was in high school, the, 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 the sophomores dated the seniors, right? The seniors did not date the senior girls did not date the sophomores. No, the sophomore girls dated senior boys. The senior girls dated college boys exhibit a over here. (laughs) Um, and I would always get so pissed. I was like, why are you guys dating people? Not in your own age range. Yeah. Like, why aren't you dating me? Cause we're in love. Basically what I, (laughs) uh, I think I did go off on that too. I'm like, you're not going to marry that guy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That guy's a fucking loser. And even if you do, they're going to lose interest in you once you hit a certain age. Like, oh, you're old. You're old. I'm not. I'm well, still young. And that's, and that's the other thing. It's like once we turn 21 and we can go to bars, like if if you have a girlfriend who's 18, like you're not going to be like hanging out with her. You're going to be going out. Yeah, exactly. And if she's younger, she's going to be getting hit on by guys who are younger, better looking and in better shape. Yeah. Good luck. 
fuck this. <laughs> I, I, I get so irritated. So anyway, this is a guy's fantasy that his hot babysitter <laughs> yeah, comes has, back now and is interested sees in him. him and falls in love with him. Unrealistic, but I digress. I can go on forever. Obviously, I already have. Um, they present the evidence. Uh, Davy's dad's like, uh, you're locked away you're, for the rest of the summer. Yeah. You're fuck. You're grounded and stupid. But then the next day, Mackie shows up at the door. And I thought that was kind of an interesting. Like he, he, he's like, wants to smooth it over. He's like, I hope you understand. Oh, and Mackie explained away everything. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, he exactly. was like, that kid that you saw, that was my nephew. He was down for the weekend. He was helping me paint my dark room. Yeah. He's like, we can call him. And the dad's like, nah, that won't be necessary. Yeah. It's like, all right. So Mackie comes over and Davy's home by himself. And he's like, hey, sorry about last night. He's like, I just want, I don't want things to be weird. Um, you know, when I was your age, I was curious about stuff like this too. I'm a cop. If you want, I'd be happy to like every day, I'll, I'll tell you everything I know. And uh, about the Cape May Slayer, yeah, I want to catch them all. I'll give you case updates. Yeah, I'm working really hard. Uh, anything I can do to make you feel better. And he's like, well, you could call your nephew. If you could do that, that would be awesome. Yep. And so he borrows the phone and he calls and there's no answer. Yep. And he's like, I'll try again later. We can come over. I can come over and we can try again later. And he's like, okay, cool. And the cop leaves. So Davey being the intelligent person he is, he calls the operator and he's like, what was the last? Because this is before. Four star six, nine or caller ID or any of that Anything stuff. like that. Yeah. So he calls the operator and he's like, what was the last number dialed? And it just so happened to be Mackie's phone number. Yeah. He called his own house. So Davey's like, he's, I still think he's, he's up to killer. something. Yeah. Well, the next day they yeah. arrest the Cape May Slayer. Yep, and Mackie's the arresting officer. Coincidence? Hero. <laughs> so Davy's parents are like, look, he's a hero. They caught the Cape May Slayer, and yeah. he's the one who did he it. He still doesn't buy it. Davy's like, I'm going to go into Mackie's house, because there's like this summer festival going on, the Cape May Festival going on. Yeah, and he's grounded, so he can't go. Yeah. And so he's parents- like, while my family's away, I'm going to borrow my dad's camera from the station. I'm going to film it, because it seems like that's the only way people are going to believe me, is yep. if I actually get a recording. Yep. So he busts in with his friends with Woody and then Nikki comes also. Meanwhile, Faraday and Eats are spying on Mackie. Faraday's at the festival with his family spying on him. And if Mackie leaves, he'll contact Eats, who's at the bus stop where Mackie would have to pass. Yeah, they got all worked out. Yeah. Well, Faraday's at the festival and he sees that the police station has planted this beautiful like garden. And so he contacts Davy and he's like, look, Davy, they did a garden. Yeah. That's the, what all the dirt was for. The dirt and the tools, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah you're dumb. Yeah. And this he's is like, over. I'm, this I'm is, out. I'm out. And uh, Eats is also out. Like his family's fighting. His parents don't get along. So uh, Faraday and Eats like hook up and Faraday's like, it's over. You know, we figured it out. Mackie's not the killer. So they go wandering off. Meanwhile, Woody and Davey and Nikki are all in the, in Mackie's house. And they go down into the basement and they bust open that door. And when they get in there, it's like a total recreation of like a bedroom. Yeah, it's weird. And they're like, well, this it's like is a kid's weird. room. And then they go into like what would be the bathroom to that bedroom. And they open up the curtain for the shower or for the tub. And there's like a decomposing body. Yeah, it's gross. And then a hand grabs them and it's another kid. That's, that's still alive. That's still alive. They got snatched earlier. Yep. And so they grab the kid and they start getting him out of there. And Davey stops when he sees all the pictures of Mackie's family and he starts looking at it. And he recognizes them all as all the They're missing all the vic- people. Yep. All the victims. Yep. Are people that were killed by the Cape May Slayer. And then he sees a picture of himself with Mackie and, his and he's family. like, oh shit. And like, yeah, I'm dead. And he's like, he's, he's going to get me next. So they go to the police station with all the video evidence and the cops, uh, watch it. And they're like, get that son of a bitch. Yeah. Sick fuck. <laughs> and then they're like, you're a hero. His parents are now proud of him. Uh, Woody's mom comes and picks him up. Nikki's family comes and picks her up. And, uh, this is when she does kiss Davy. Yeah. Yeah. She kisses him like a little peck. And then, uh, they go home and Woody's spending the night because the mom has to work. His mom has to work an extra shift. So she's like, I want she's him a to nurse, be safe. I think, yeah. So they spend the night, but in the middle of the night. Yeah. Mackie was already in the house. Cause the dad's like, Hey, we'll be listening and watching you kids are safe. Don't worry about it. But yeah, Mackie had already snuck in the house. Yep. He didn't go to his house. He's not caught yet. Yeah. And he chloroforms him. Yep. And he drags him out into the woods. They wake up. Yeah. He says, we're going to play a little game of manhunt. Yep. But for real this time. And so they go running, 
But uh, one thing that I uh, did appreciate about this is that the kids like fell and they like hurt themselves and they were mm-hmm. like limping around like like what would happen, you know? It's not like yeah. you can just sprint for endless yep. shit, man. I'd be <laughs> fucked. You know, you'd be, if ever there's a killer after us, you'd be thankful you're with me because you can run faster than me and for longer <laughs> periods of time. My ass, I would have just been like, fuck, can I at just, least just have me. a smoke? first before because i mean the inevitable is going to happen i'm just gonna sit here and i'll have a smoke yeah and then you can kill me and then you can just kill me (laughs) just surprise me yeah make it fast yeah make it fast while they're uh running out in the woods um they see a bunch of dead bodies so it's like this is like mackie's dumping ground yeah it's gross rotting corpses it's like uh what's that movie uh fucking house of wax Oh yeah, they're out in the woods, and there's all those decomposed roadkill. Yeah, that's what Gross. it reminded me of. It was kind of like that. And Mackie's chasing him, and he like slashes Davy's Achilles like tendon, oh, yeah. which is pretty gross. So he's yeah, he's, he's limping, he's along. limping along. And then Woody runs, and he's back. Oh, I know. Oh, dude, Woody, don't even fucking get me started. Woody gets killed. Woody gets his throat slit. Yeah, I did not uh, see that coming. And I had already seen this movie. <laughs> I was like, oh, Me too. shit. Me too. I mean, I saw it like when it first came out. Yeah. So it had been Me a while. Too. And it was also one of those, the first time I watched it, I was kind of multitasking. So yeah. I wasn't really paying attention. So when it happened, I was like, oh, shit, they killed the kid. Yeah. And I remembered it after it happened. I was like, fuck. And that's yeah. going to come to play in my review. But- and he even says, like, Mackie, like, tells uh, Dave, he's like, uh, this is your fault. And he's like, hey. Yeah. Yeah, it's his fault that he killed all those people. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. You, or you got your friend killed by yeah, being but my, still by not minding your own business. <laughs> yeah, but this still it's like fucking pretty fucked victim up victim shaming. Yeah, because he catches him and he basically tells him, like, I'm not gonna kill you. Like you gotta live with this. And someday I'm gonna kill you. And I am gonna kill you someday, but until then I want you looking over your shoulder for the rest of your life. Yeah. Fucked up. Really fucked up. And then he leaves. Yeah. And then Davy's back home doing his paper route and there's uh faraday and eats tearing down the, the tree, tree house. house and then nikki they don't even look at each other no they don't even look at him when he's riding by on his bike either so it's like it's like one of those instances it's like after that summer it's like things have they totally changed yep and nikki moves away because her parents are getting divorced and mm-hmm. she's like in a car and she like waves goodbye mm-hmm. yeah and then it's over yeah the killer's still at large yeah <sighs> kind of a downer yeah what do you think I actually really like this movie. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I thought it was great. Um, all the nostalgia, the kids, their acting is great. Um, sometimes kids, I think we may have talked about this in other episodes. Kids movies are weird because sometimes ki- I, I usually find kids annoying in movies. Um, <laughs> but not these kids. Uh, they talk like how kids really talk. Mm-hmm. and they, they bust each other's balls. Yeah, they bu- they, yeah, and they behave like kids would. There's a scene like where like one of them steals a National Geographic from the library because it's got boobs in it. And it's like, I had friends that did that. Like, I didn't do that, but I remember people that did. Yeah, so all the performances are really good. Uh, some of the, There's some twists and turns. I wish there was a little bit more mystery to who the killer was. We, we know as the audience very quickly that it's Mackie. Mm. I don't think there's a whole lot of doubt there. I don't know. But, I, I would say it, it, at some point it's like, uh, was it all just coincidence? Like the first time I watched it, I was kind of like, maybe, maybe I thought, was it all coincidence? But I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, I liked the music. That was really good. Um, there was lots of little nods and little Easter eggs. Like, did you notice the part where they're uh, in the, uh, the treehouse drinking uh, whiskey? It said McCready on the side. Oh, that's cool. Oh, when they were in the bowling alley. Did you see the video game? Yeah, the Polybius. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which uh, is a game fictional. that does a fictional game. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, uh, there's a fictional arcade game called Polybius. Uh, P-O-L-Y-B-I-U-S. You can look it up online. But there was this old urban legend that the government had made this video game. During the height of the arcade craze yeah. in the 80s, they had made this game and put it out at certain arcades to brainwash kids right i think so and it caused kids to go crazy yeah and they like shut the game down real quick or something i don't remember the whole urban legend i don't know either but it's also one of those games like people have claimed that they've seen it and yeah. like but there's no evidence that the there's game no has evidence ever existed. of it it never existed however we have a friend who made one that might have been his it looked like it because it's paul right yeah and paul listens to this podcast yeah paul is that your machine <laughs> in the movie i was wondering too i was like i i think Paul's has been in a movie before. 
Oh, really? I want to say it has, but I don't know. Maybe. maybe. Could, yeah, maybe I thought of him when us. I saw it. I was like, oh, that's cool. Uh, maybe he can write us. But and there is like a modern version of the game that you can play now. Yes. Yeah. They did code. Somebody made a game yeah. and coded it and everything. I mean, it doesn't drive people insane. I've played it. It's all right. Whatever. It's, um, it's more of just a, a piece to look at. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Paul Paul recreated that. There's a movie. Um, I don't know if it ever came out, but I remember hearing about it that Tom Atkins was going to be in a movie about that game. Really? Yeah. I don't know like what Stop party it. was playing or anything. Stop it. Stop, Stop it. it. Causes kids <laughs> snakes to come out of kids' heads. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but overall, I really liked this movie. I was kind of torn between a three and a half and a four on this one. Okay. I'm going to go four. I really can't think. Of, I mean, my criticisms of this movie are pretty minor. Uh, I didn't really get into that, but like the movie is a bit derivative. Like it's a, it's kind of Fright Night. It's kind of the Goonies. Um, it's kind of the Burbs. It's kind of Rear Window. It's got a bunch of things that you've seen before, mm-hmm. um, but I think executed really well. So I'm going to go four. Definitely the Burbs vibe. Yeah. Um, but I think all that's done purposefully, right? It's it's nods, homages, yeah. if you will, to all those other things. And really, you said it all. I like this movie better the second time I watched it. Yeah, me too. Um, and it's not that I didn't like it the first. I just liked it more the second time. It's got a very Stranger Things vibe going on here. Now, this came out after Stranger Things had already started. Mm-hmm. I think Stranger Things started in 2016. Um, but it doesn't have the sci-fi elements that like Stranger Things has. Right. It's more realistic, if you want to put it that way. Uh, but definitely the kids remind me of those kids in a way. Yeah. I, I'm going to go three and a half. Mm-hmm. I, I could have gone up to four. I'm going to go three and a half, and I'll tell you why. I didn't like Woody dying. I didn't like that either. And that really brought me down. Yeah. I'm okay with Mackie escaping and having his mm-hmm. own monologue to Davey. I'm not okay with Woody dying. Woody was one of the four kids that I liked the most. <laughs> yeah. And I, he was a genuine, good-hearted kid, and he was a good friend yeah. to Davey. And we didn't get into like all the particulars of the kids, but something else I really liked about this movie was all of the kids had things going on in their home that kids deal with that when they come together as friends, they're just breaking each other's balls and talking shit that they don't dare talk about with each other. Like, you know, one parents, uh, one of them was an alcoholic. One, the parents were going through a divorce. The other one, it seemed like the parents were kind of absent. Mm -hmm. Uh, They all had these problems and. Yeah, it just reminded me of like life. Yeah, one I even remember like as a kid, sometimes you spend the night at your, like a friend's house, and you kind of get a glimpse like into their life. And I remember there were times where I was like, "Oh, your parents aren't like aren't that cool." Yeah, and like little things like think like I had stuff like that where like I had one friend was like, "Oh, your dad he drinks a lot, doesn't he?" Like just like little things. <laughs> yeah, or your dad's kind of your stepdad's a dick, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that stuff that we have to deal with, and so that that was good and and you do care for the kids like even eats and faraday i i cared for but woody just was a little bit more and the fact that he dies yeah like really affected me and that's why i think the first time i watched it i really didn't like it and i was like and then the other part was the fact that mackie leaves davy alive i don't think that's would have happened i think it would have killed him I don't think he would have been like, oh, I'm going to be around every corner and I'm going to keep you alive. No, right. you've already killed 18 other people. Like, hey, what's one more? That's, that's your payback is you're going to keep him alive. Okay. You're going to get caught, dude. Like <laughs> yeah. your face is going to be everywhere. You can't change that face. It wasn't like he was like, uh, yeah, like that's a guy from Mad Men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't think that's realistic. Yeah. I, whatever. But, but to your point, a lot of rear window is one that struck me and the burbs was another one mm-hmm. that struck me. What was the other movie you said? was Fright like? night. Fright night. I didn't even think about that, but yeah. 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 So but good overall, movie good movie yeah i, I, think I liked it, it. I, I watched it with my wife and she also really liked it yeah my wife liked it too yep so I also watch this next movie with my wife i did too oh look at us look at us being all married and shit <laughs> fucking married and shit all groans up <laughs> groans up and he groans up and he groans up next movie we're going to talk about and i'm going to give a spoiler warning uh, right here this movie's been out for about a month uh it's not it's not streaming like for free anywhere um, it might be by, by, by the time, time this comes know. out, who knows? I don't know, but, um, you can rent it, uh, it was six ninety nine on Amazon yeah. or twelve ninety nine. I just bought it. I was like six bucks. I'll roll the dice. Yeah. I'm already paying six ninety nine. I'll just buy it. When are you going to learn, dude? You're not going to watch it again. I don't know. <laughs> it's digital. 
<laughs> I know oh, it's digital. something I will say is uh, with, um, and this is rare when I when this happens with the movie, but with summer of '84, when it was over, I immediately went online to Mondo.com or Mondo Tees or whatever the website is and bought the score on vinyl. Oh, did you? Yeah, I thought the music was cool. Who did the music? Oh, it was um, Le Matos or yeah. something. Yeah, Le Matos. I don't know what that is. Canadian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the Canadian language, I believe. But yeah, we'll see. Will I watch this one again? I don't know. Uh, oh yeah, I don't know. Maybe you will. I mean, you watch Summer of '84 again, but only for the podcast. Would let me ask you this: If not for the podcast, will you ever watch Summer of '84 again? Yeah, probably will. Like ten years from now. Maybe. Oh yeah, it's not going to be anytime soon. No, it's not going to be on regular rotation. No. That's why you know you did a recent purge of a lot of your DVDs. Like you kept most of the horror ones, I believe, yeah. but a lot of your DVDs. I um, kept all of my horror Blu-rays, but I got rid of almost all of my DVDs and anything any and all my Blu-rays that were non-horror is pretty much, with a few exceptions, most of it's gone. Yeah, um, I've been thinking recently about getting rid of all my DVDs that I have also. Except for my horror ones. Yeah. Um, and I say DVDs, Blu-rays, DVDs, whatever. Same thing. Because I don't watch them. Same. Yeah, that's why I got rid of them. They're, if I'm going to watch something, it's going to be streaming. Yeah. Online. I'd rather have the money. Yeah. So I might I might do that also. I don't know. I told, I said that to my wife and she's like, really? <laughs> my wife was stoked. She's like, yeah, get rid of all that shit. Do it. I don't I do it. I don't have nearly as many as you had. Yeah, I, I mean, a lot. <laughs> you had hundreds. Yeah. Like hundreds. But um, anyway, next movie. Okay, so like I said, spoiler alert, we're going to talk about this movie. If you haven't seen it and you don't want anything to be spoiled uh, because it's newer, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Yeah, see you next episode. (laughs) See you next episode. Bye. (laughs) Um, But uh, the next movie we're talking about, Psycho Gorman, PG, Psycho Gorman, Uh, came out 2020. 2021 is now, but I mean, it... Technically, its release Mm -hmm. was at Beyond Fest on October 7th, 2020. So that was only a few months ago. And like I said, uh, January, whatever it was, was when it was released. Yep. So written and directed by Stephen Kostansky. Music by Blitz Berlin, starring Nita. God. Nita Josie Hanna as Mimi. Yep. Owen Meyer as Luke. Matthew Nina Bear as Psycho Gorman, and then Stephen Vlahos as the voice of Psycho Gorman. Adam Brooks as Greg, and Alexis Hansi as Susan. Budget, don't have any information. Box office, I don't think there was a box office. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How do you explain this movie? Oh, this movie's so weird. Um, it's I, an 80s... Uh, 80s slash maybe 90s throwback. It actually, takes place now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a throwback to like 80s. Which is interesting because like, I don't know if, I I thought I was watching a movie set in the 80s and then things started happening. I was like, oh, this is present day. It's just made to kind of look throwbacky. Yeah, I just, no, I didn't get that impression that it was supposed to take place in a different time. I got the impression that it was um, the film quality. Definitely in the spirit of like those direct-to-video kind of movies. Sci-fi slash horror films from uh, the late 80s, early 90s. I say early 90s because some of the music, I think, was more 90s. Mm -hmm. Um, Like the end credit rap was kind of 90s, I thought, (laughs) but whatever. Um, It starts with like an 80s kind of scrolling, almost like Star Wars kind mm -hmm. of prologue about the background of this guy who was like the dark one on planet, was it Gigax? Gygax? Mm-hmm, Gygax. Yeah. And he got imprisoned on Earth. Uh, yeah, they put him in the farthest reaches where he couldn't hurt anybody. Yeah, and that just so happened, happened to be Earth. Earth. <laughs> and they buried him. And uh, anyway, then we got these two kids. They're uh, siblings, Mimi and Luke. And they play a game called Crazy Ball. Yeah, it's basically dodgeball, but with all these rules. Yes, there's a lot of different rules, and it's the first person to 67 points. Yeah, it's a long game. <laughs> <laughs> and you could get points for doing various things. I'm not going to go into the yeah, rules. And that's hitting people a, in the butt and all a, that stuff. And that's an ongoing joke Yeah, uh, throughout the movie. The loser, by the way, had to get buried alive. <laughs> I love that. And so the brother was like, fair enough, and he lost. So he was digging his own grave, Yep. and uh, he was going to get buried, but they come across, of course. Yeah, he hit something with a shovel. This evil creature 
who's yeah. been buried well, there. First they just see these weird lights and they're like, what the hell is that? And there's like little buttons and there's a gem and it's surrounded by these four buttons. And so Mimi, okay. So let's talk about Mimi real quick. Mimi is a bossy little, <laughs> little girl, thing, little thing, <laughs> little, little person. Um, she, the actress did wonderful. Yeah. She is probably what? 10 years old, 11 years old. I would say so. And she is, uh, smart ass she is not taking shit from anybody Mm-mm. she bosses her older brother around she bosses her parents around she bosses everybody around um and she's got a good vocabulary um and she is just like she's crazy she's crazy <laughs> she's a crazy little girl a little quirky little like one. i said this little girl this actress though did awesome yeah i hate the character of Mimi, but her performance of this character was awesome. Yeah. I would agree. She finds, they find this gem and it's surrounded by buttons and her brother, her brother always is also very like passive. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what are we going to do? And she's like, let me take care of this. And she just presses random, like random buttons, buttons and it works. And all of a sudden it just opens up, which is another joke because the aliens who imprisoned him were like, I the, put a series of random codes yeah, on there the, that no the one odds would. of a person being able to unlock it are non-existent, basically. Yeah. Meanwhile, a little a, kid did it. A 10 year old did it. So she grabs this gem and she just keeps it. And she's like, well, whatever. During the night, the creature, we'll call him the creature for right now. Sure. He busts out and he walks around and he comes across these like homeless hoods, I guess. These homeless hoodlums. I don't know. It was kind of weird. They have robbed a house and they'd stolen things like a picture frame. <laughs> yeah. Like you thought the frame was made of gold or something. Yeah. It's just so stupid. But anyway, this creature <laughs> kills him. Yeah. But he lets one of them live forever. Yeah. Cause he's like, don't kill me. And he's like, fine, you'll live forever. But he like tortures him, causing his like eyeballs to roll around in his head. Yeah. He's like being tortured forever. And <laughs> it's ever awesome. Inside of his own body. And like the, the homeless guys, like he like rips their heads off yeah. and blood just goes like spraying everywhere. Very, we talked about this in the, from dusk till dawn episode, uh, when we were talking about cartoon or comic mm-hmm. book violence, this is very comic booky, very like not realistic. Very Sam Raimi, evil dead, like where the blood yes. just sprays you everywhere. You know, that's a good example. And we didn't mention that in from dusk till dawn, <laughs> but that, that's a good example. Evil dead two. Yeah. It's uh, just so over the top. So over the top that it ceases to be like shocking. Yeah. It's not scary. It's almost funny. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Anyway, the kids wake up the next morning and they see the, the hole and they see that the creature has crawled out of the hole. And uh, they haven't told their parents about it, but they're going to go hunting after the creature. So they follow the footprints mm-hmm. and they come across where the creature is, which is this old like a warehouse. Yeah. They go in there and uh, the creature comes out and is going to kill them. But uh, the little girl has the gem and she's now in control. Yeah. It's very Terminator 2 where he has to do what she says. Yep. As long as she has, as long as she's holding it. It has to obey her commands. Uh, whoever possesses the gem can, yeah. can control him. Uh, we find a little backstory about... Okay, so we find the the backstory about this creature. Oh, they proceed to name him Psycho Gorman, or PG for short. Yeah. So, so we'll call him Gorman from now. Gorman, Gorman or Gorman? Gorman, probably. But Gorman sounds like <laughs> Gorman a... Gorman sounds very proper. Like a lawyer. Mr. Gorman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> I'm present. Um <laughs> But uh, we find out about PG's past. But when they're naming him, like they're like brainstorming his name and they're like throwing out all these ideas and they're all just awful. Yeah. And he's just kind of like, because he can't move because they've like told him to him. sit down. And he's basically like doing like the pee pee dance. Like yeah. he's just kind of like jogging in place. <laughs> and it's awesome. But like, she tells him to stop and she's like, clap. And then he just claps. Yeah. And like he even suggests a name that's like super evil. And she's like, no, <laughs> Psycho Gorman. <laughs> We do find out, and this might be a little bit later or earlier or whatever, but I'm just going to go into it. We see like the the council of aliens that have put PG in hiding. And it's headed up by, I forget her name. Oh, Pandora. Pandora. Yeah. Um, who is an alien. Okay. So it kind of. It reminded me of like Star Wars mixed with like Captain Never Ending the, Story. Do you in, remember Never Ending Story when all those aliens were there and like Atreyu comes? Do you remember Never Ending it Story? Sounds, it sounds kind of familiar. I watched it a lot as a kid. It's been a while. But they they come and there's like this council of like all these different aliens because yeah. the nothing is taking over all the lands, right? And so there's all these different looking creatures, kind of like you're saying, Star Wars. Yeah. 
And I got like kind of a Captain EO vibe a little the, bit too. Yeah. But the reason why I say never ending story is because the, the costumes weren't as good as Star Wars. Oh yeah. They're really shitty. And, and like so, when they talk, their mouths <laughs> barely move. And so in this one, it's like, there's some that are clearly puppets. Yeah. Uh, there's a brain just with eyes. Uh, like <laughs> the brain's awesome. And, and it's like someone's hands in it, right? It's like yeah. kind of that kind of puppet. Oh, there's one that's just like a, a head. It's almost like a kabuki type head, like on this long, on this big oh, body. Yeah. yeah. It's just, everything's just weirder looking than the next. Mm-hmm. And, and done well, but done shittily. Exactly. And, and it's just fun. Done shittily well. <laughs> <laughs> so we find out that they're the ones that locked him away. And the reason why he did, because he was destroying each world that he went to. Yeah. But from his point of view, we find out his backstory later on is that he was like a slave. He was a slave to this Pandora's people mm-hmm. who were trying to spread the religious message right. to his people. And they came to his planet. Think of um, the Europeans that came to America and they yeah. did it because God Right. Right. And, and then was, trying to change the, the Native Americans, yeah. make them Christians. And what do they call that? Like the reason why the Europeans came here was like God told them, or basically God led them there and now they have to spread the word of God. And right. it's like, well, fuck you. They were just fine before you got here. Like everything was fine. Yep. <laughs> just because you guys are fucking assholes. And that's kind of like the um like symbolism if you want to take it as mm-hmm. that. And so PG's people got enslaved by these these religious Pandora people and um, they made them slaves. And uh, he found this gem while he was mining and he got it and put it inside of his body. Yep. And it made him like super powerful. And so he fucking killed all those people. And then he was like, fuck this. Now I'm going to kill everybody. Everybody. Yeah. And he got super pissed off. Yeah. It's the fucking Grinch. Uh, Yeah. That's a good, that's a good analogy. Um, I didn't disagree with him. No, I like that. They kind of set it up as like, he's a bad guy, but like... There's a reason for it. Yeah, exactly. Like, his motivation makes sense. Yeah, and the people that are the good guys aren't really that good either. And I think even at the end of the movie, Mimi says, uh, we're preparing for a battle of evil versus more evil. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that's kind of the history of that. And so Pandora is going to disguise herself as a human... Oh yeah, and she like sacrifices a person. <laughs> she gets a she person, like, teleports her in like a her, weird little box, and crushes her down to nothing. Yeah, and then takes her appearance and comes down to Earth and searches for PG. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, oh God, P- <laughs> PG's like um, they said something like they show them like magazines or something. Oh yeah, and they're she like she brings him a bunch of magazines. She's like uh like like these are like hunky boys or something. <laughs> He's, He's like, like I don't like hunky boys or do I? <laughs> He's one who's like, or, or do, do I? I? Um, I was a little curious. I like that. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> and then they give him like a TV and they give him magazines. And like, I'm sorry, there's no porno in here. <laughs> and then uh, they introduce them to the Luke's friend, Alistair, who Mimi's kind of got a crush on. Oh yeah. He's a hunky boy. Yeah. And, uh, Alistair. <laughs> he says, it's nice to meet you. And he's like, it'd be nicer if you were dead. <laughs> he's like, all right, well, see ya. <laughs> Um, PG uses the television electricity to send a signal to his people that were part of his army that he's alive and they should come help rescue him. Oh, PG? Yeah, PG. This is the part where he's talking about like how there are different creatures and there were like worms. And he's like, those were good people, those worms. (laughs) I don't remember that. He said something like that and I laughed. Um, But he calls his band of misfits to come rescue him. Mimi bosses him around, just tells him to do whatever. She wants Alistair to fall in love with him. And PG's like, I can do a spell that'll make him like <laughs> fall in love with you or something. But it turns him into a giant brain. A giant brain. And he kind of looks like... Uh, I thought he looked like Krang from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Kind yeah. of. Or Sigmund. Do you remember... I don't know if you ever watched Sid and Marty Croft. You're, mm-hmm. you're younger. And I'm younger too. But I've seen it in reruns. Um, Sigmund and the Sea Monster. I mean, Sid and Marty Croft did... Um, uh, what's the famous one? HR Puff and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So very shitty costumes. Right. Sigmund and the Sea Monster. I think it's Sigmund and the Sea Monster or Sigmund the Sea Monster. Whatever it was. Sigmund the Sea Monster. Um, that costume of the Sea Monster. Is it kind of like a big brain? It, it looks like a big blob of seaweed. Yeah. But it's got like tentacles also <laughs> like this brain does. So yeah. it, did, it looked like a big blob of Krang. Okay. From, from uh, Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. But as like a costume. No CG at all on that. <laughs> it was just like a brain with eyeballs. That's awesome. Yeah. 
so ugly. <laughs> but, and he kind of walks. Funny. Yeah, he walks. Kind of shuffles about. And he talks and he's like, will I ever be normal again? No. Nope. She's all, probably not. And he's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> then we got a montage of, they have a band. Yeah. And they're singing this song. I'm assuming it's called Frick You. I think so. Yeah. But it's like, I'm, I'm hecka cool. Uh, if you don't like me, frick you. Yeah. Like all the swear words were frick changed. and heck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, it was pretty funny. Yeah. And they do this, like they have this concert, this band practice and, uh, PG is playing the drums. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's but then there's a montage and even the mom gets involved and she like, they take PG out to get dressed and I don't know. It's very weird. The cops come. And these two cops are going to attack PG, but he tur- turns one into his slave and like melts his face. Yeah. Turns and makes his gun part of his hand. And he's like, yeah, I can't even talk. The other one goes running away. Yeah, he's like a zombie cop. They're going to play crazy ball. And Mimi's telling him the rules. And she's like, do you guys understand? And PG's like, no. And the cop, the zombie cop is like, yeah, I understand. He goes, she goes, look. Even the zombie cop gets it. She's like, it's okay, PG. You're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, They're walking home and the zombie cop's like handing notes to Mimi saying, please kill me. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And it's like almost like a Valentine. Like it's like a heart shaped thing. She opens it. Yeah. Please kill me. And she's like, what? This is, I thought this was going to be a love letter. <laughs> His PG's people come to supposedly rescue him. And get the gem away from Mimi. Uh, but they turn on him. Yep. And they're like, no, life's been good without you. Yeah, around. yeah. We don't. We're we don't good. Need, we don't need you. Meanwhile. Um, and they were the ones who betrayed him in the first place. Yep. To Pandora. PG's trying to get uh, Luke to get the gem from his sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's trying to convince Luke. He's like, look, she bosses you around. And she bosses everybody around. Like, Just get me the gem. Yeah. And we can be free of her. Yep. And Luke's like, no, nah, you're a bad guy. Do. I'm not going to do that. Well, these these group of PG's friends come and they explain to him that they are the ones that betrayed him. They're going to turn on him again. They're going to kill him. So they start fighting him. Mimi's like, if you just say sorry, I can give you your power back or whatever. She can do whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he finally acquiesce and says, I'm sorry. And then he kicks their ass and he kills all of them. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty awesome. And then a, a traditional uh, death of a warrior is when they lose, they get, they eaten, get eaten alive. Yeah. By give the you a warrior's death. <laughs> yeah. And so he's like, you fought well, I'm going to give you a traditional warrior's death. And he's like, no, 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 anything but that. <laughs> and he eats him. His jaw unhinges and grows big, but PG gets hurt. He gets wounded in the battle and he's bleeding. And the only thing that will save him is if, uh, the gem can be put into his body. Yeah. Mimi doesn't want to do that. Actually, it's at this point that Luke steals the gem because they get, they get back and Pandora is there with the mom. Oh yeah, that's right. And she's like, come on kids, get out of the truck with your dad. There's a subplot with the mom and dad also. That it's is pretty funny. <laughs> like, is. The, the dad, dad's a dumbass. The dad's ass. super lazy and stupid. Yeah. There's a part where, like the mom, like I think she insults him and he's like practicing his retort while he's taking a shit. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Blah, blah, blah. How about this? Da, da, da. And my, family- wife, my wife could not stop laughing when. When they would knock on no, the walls. No, when. when when uh, they were sh- when the dad was shitting and the face of PG came up and was like, "You have to come rescue me!" and the dad like falls into the tub. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then he's like, "I don't even know where that is." And then the face comes back up and tells it's him, on the corner of <laughs> whatever street. And then like he has another question, right? and then he pops up a third time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, we laughed. Anyway, Pandora's there with the mom, and like I said, the mom and dad are fighting. Uh, Mimi's with the dad. Luke goes with the mom. And is like, come on. We got to let her kill PG because otherwise he's going to ruin the the planet. She's like, no, I'm not. I'm not going to let her kill him. And Mimi's dad's like, yeah, I'm going with Mimi. And they drive off. But Mimi doesn't have the gem. Luke stole it. Yeah, because she goes to give it to him. And then she realizes she doesn't have it. Luke's yep. got it now. And so uh, then this is when the climax happens. Yeah. And the mom's been changed to like a robot alien. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, this is when the climax happens. They're at the old shoe factory and uh, 
They're going to have a crazy ball contest. The winner gets the gym. Yeah. And so they explain the rules to Pandora and she's like, I don't get it. And Mimi's like, well, that, you should have okay. paid attention. Yep. <laughs> and so they play and it comes down to the last switcheroo and uh, Mimi wins. And so they get the gem. They give the gem to PG and PG takes it and puts it in his body. Yeah, he's back in control. Yep. And he kills. <laughs> he fucks everybody up. Kills, he kills Pandora. Pandora. And he like rips out chunks of her body. Yeah. And, and he bones. tells her to frig off. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then he decides he's not going to kill the family. He's going to spare their lives. Yeah, he does give uh, Pandora warriors death. So I think yeah, he does he give Pandora. Her, I think. And he gives the gem back to Mimi. He's like, I don't need this. Because I have love in my heart now, and I am whole. Yeah, and, and he I, blows a kiss. Yep, and he's like, I know that I can uh, do this. I don't need the gem anymore. And then he goes out, and he proceeds to become a giant and kill a bunch of people <laughs> in the world. <laughs> yeah, or doesn't Mimi blows a kiss to him, and, and he, he like snatches it, it? And yeah. he puts it right here, and then he <laughs> blows one back to her. Oh, uh, yeah. And then uh, all yeah, the- he says, I'm going to destroy like the whole galaxy, except for like you guys, like yeah. the, he's going to let the family live, but kill everyone else. Yeah. And meanwhile, there's news clippings on America in American news source. Yeah. Of all the destruction. Yeah. Like a big giant monster killing everybody. The council is back. And Alistair's watching on TV's little brain and body. <laughs> well, and Alistair goes and eats with his parents and his parents are just not looking at him because he's still a big blobby brain. <laughs> it's so gross. It's gross. The council's back and they see that uh, Pandora's lost and they're like, well, he's going to be coming for us. Any chance that he won't find us? And they're like, well, plan B. The guy pulls out a gun. He's like, who wants to commit suicide first? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he wants to kill himself. And the little uh, one that's like a jar with a brain or something, like raises his little hand like, oh, I'll be killing myself first, please. <laughs> oh, that's it. That's the movie. <sighs> I enjoyed this movie. I liked this movie a lot. <laughs> it was funny. It makes no sense. There's yeah, no... Hard to explain. Yeah, it is hard to explain. <laughs> and we probably didn't do a good job. But I like this movie. It was fun. It was a series of scenes. It, it wasn't like... I mean, yes, there is a story start to finish but it's almost like you could watch like oh you got to watch this scene and you got to watch this scene. Mm-hmm. like you could watch those independent scenes and still find some humor in it uh the whole montage with the song the frick off yeah um or frick you or whatever the song's called um the crazy ball scene at the end the battle scene the battle of him versus all of his old buddies is a good one so there's a series of funny scenes that happen that i think are good the special effects, although intended to be shitty, actually reverses and makes them even better. Right. Yeah, there were practical effects, and they and were so they bad. were supposed to look bad. They're so good at being bad that they become good again, right? Um, and not ironically, like on purpose. Uh, the uh, the the acting of the the acting of everybody was everybody. really good. The little girl though just knocks it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a despicable character. I hated her. Yeah, but she's really good at it. Yeah, and she doesn't really like redeem herself. She kind of does at the end, but not really. Yeah. Like, and Psycho Gorman, he's good. Uh, the parents are good. Yeah. The dad in particular, I thought, provided a lot of good comic, comic relief. relief. Yeah. It's just, a, it's just a funny movie overall. It's not perfect, and I'm not going to rate it as such. Uh, I'm going to give it three and a half. Nice. Emma Voorhees heads. Yeah. I also rated it three and a half. I didn't like it quite as much as Summer of 84. No. But... A lot of fun. And just like Summer of 84, as soon as it was over, I bought the soundtrack. This one's on Waxwork. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I found this movie to be yeah, really enjoyable. Am I glad I bought it? Well, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to watch it again anytime soon. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like, you're not going to watch yeah, this again. No. But, um, you know, my wife also really enjoyed it. And Yeah, my wife did too. Yeah. Uh, my son, not so much. Really? He was like. This is I, dumb. <laughs> I, think he, I think he gave it two. Two heads. Yeah. He's like. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I didn't like the main girl. I didn't like her from the get go. She was annoying, and she was no redeeming qualities whatsoever. I didn't think she was that bad. And I, wow, well, she's bossy. She's a brat. Yeah, but, but eh. whatever. He's not a swearwolf, so his vote, eh, his vote does, doesn't his count. Vote doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go, dude. Um, <laughs> but uh, if you've seen this movie and you want to give your thoughts on it, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, go ahead and reach out to us. Yep, on Instagram we are the Swearwolves Podcast. On Twitter, Facebook, and the Slash Rap we're the Swearwolves. We have the Swearwolves YouTube channel. We have our website, theswearwolves.com, or you can email us at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. So for the Swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. 
Frick You. <laughs> Fucking Canada. <laughs> I love Canada. Oh, yeah. Sorry, oh, we're recording. Oh, Canada's wonderful. Oh. Uh, no, I do. I do like Canada. They seem nice. God, my... These fucking Apple Watches. Just keep going off? Well, it notifies you and it like vibrates, right? So anytime like I get a text message or, or an email or an update from fucking CNN or whatever the hell it is, my watch goes off. But then also it'll be like, it's time to stand up. It's like, fuck you. I'm fuck you. I'll, down. Sta- I'll stand up when I goddamn feel like it. Yeah. Or sometimes I'll stand up and I'll walk be like, sit your ass down. And then I'll sit down and then it'll be like, time to stand up. I'm like, I was just standing yeah, up. Asshole. <laughs>